बिजनेस इज आर बिजनेस गायत्री एंड अपर्णा लुकिंग एट वीमेन ऑन्टरप्रनोरशिप बियॉन्ड फंडिंग शेयरिंग एक्सपर्टीज एक्सपीरियंसिस एंड टूल्स टू ग्रो योर बिजनेस हाई आई एम गायत्री एंड आई एम अपर्णा वेलकम टू आर शो Welcome back to our conversation with Lalana Zaveri who co-founded Printo along with her husband Manish. We will be continuing our conversation talking about the challenges of working with your spouse in the same business as a co-partner no less and some of the things that uh, Lalana did to make this work. So talking about finance and home and things like that and the story is also about how did you deal with the entrepreneur things in your early marriage then you had 7 years of this then the money coming in not coming in you know talking to funders and all of that affecting maybe your vacation the way you will live all of those decisions uh, how did you take that and 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 this may be kind of a boundary leaping question is uh, did you have similar roles the gender roles like i take care of the home i take care of something else at home as well and did that reflect uh in, in the business and did that reflect back at home as well so who yes. paid the bills and who, who <laughs> fretted about the insurance <laughs> that's an interesting question yes um so i'm i'm going to start off saying that uh i was born into a rich family okay so i have that privilege already um individually i didn't have to worry about where the money is coming from and even if we went into losses i knew that i will always have a roof over my head and not uh, you know have to lack for anything um having said that of course uh, i do not take money from my father and i do not want to ever reach that point uh, so obviously the the aim is to be self sustaining and uh, self reliant when we did know what we were getting into uh, when we started of course and we did take a look at our finances we we felt we could take this risk and of course very early on we raised funding so you know it wasn't like uh, all our uh, we did manish did put all of his savings into the business but um, i didn't have that many savings to start with so you know there wasn't that much that i was risking in terms of you know some choices that we made we had decided from the beginning we don't want children so i do believe that one of the biggest uh, you know uh, economic drains on a family is children is bringing up children right and it wasn't we didn't we didn't decide not to have children because we didn't want to spend on children but uh, we were never really interested uh, in having children so that gave a lot of mental peace i'm going to say to me at least uh, because typically bringing up children does fall largely on the mother biologically because of you know the the way it is constructed but also in terms of uh, ensuring that uh, you're giving the right upbringing right education all of that does fall more on the mother i do feel and i was not ready for that so uh, i think one thing about me is that i've I am and always have been very lazy uh, about household chores. I I don't believe in doing the typical household chores that many women might uh, take on for themselves. So even today I am a terrible cook. I prefer not to step into the kitchen if I can avoid it. Uh, Manish is an excellent cook. He will cook uh, whenever he feels like, not or not every day. I don't do the grocery shopping. Manish does most most of it. I love cleaning but that's my need nobody is asking me to do it right and i'm going to say overall 
it does look like manish shoulders most of the responsibilities at home as well as at work so even when we were running printo this was the case um i don't even know what i did with my free time actually honestly but uh, of course when you're running a business it doesn't look like you have any free time but a lot of the responsibilities of home as well as work were being shouldered by manish uh, which is unusual but that's how it was uh, and it continues to be so right um today i have a slightly steadier income than manish does having left printo and and it's only right now during this whole covid situation that the my income is steadier than manish's of course uh, by now he was earning well before the whole lockdown happened but after that after the covid uh, crisis uh, our finances have taken quite a hit definitely but we are fortunate enough not to ever face such a crisis that uh, we have to downsize our home or take any uh, decisions which might make us feel insecure in any way uh, so when it comes to you know who pays the bills who pays for the insurance it is actually quite well split i'm going to say um, manish tends to mostly pay the rent we we also decided not to buy a home because we don't believe in buying a home so we've always been in rented accommodation he does continue to pay the rent but whenever we go out we make sure we split you know or i pay once he pays another time uh, grocery shopping is pretty much split across financial instruments or insurance is uh, split either way you know depending on what and i still have my own bank account and manish has his we don't even have a joint bank account so i think these are certain measures that we just took to maintain safety of our finances in some way um and uh, we definitely don't want to put all our eggs in one basket uh, so that's another thing that we've done lalna uh, this what you said about you know maintaining separate bank accounts and investments that sort of thing is that especially important when one partner is primarily an entrepreneur um i think it would have been important even if both partners were by the way okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i would have okay. done this even if both of us were working in jobs uh i think this is okay. just my need for independence more than uh financial mm. security well independence and financial security of course for me i think uh, from the beginning marriage for me has not been has never meant that uh now everything has to be together uh, i didn't change my surname you know i kept my separate bank account so a lot of my decisions have been i am still me you are still you but we will do things together uh because we enjoy it and not because of marriage so very uh, refreshing and different perspective you're giving Yes, I, I've also faced a lot of flack for it, but uh, yes, but I think that as long as we support each other, that's good enough. Yeah. The thick skin works. That's right. So yeah, is yeah. that a requirement? You think? Would you recommend that a woman entrepreneur develop a thick skin? Hmm, that's interesting. Yes, but not at the cost of uh, recognizing signs which. might be detrimental or might have a negative effect of course uh, not at the cost of uh, empathy of course uh, you know if people are unhappy with my leadership style i shouldn't uh, attribute that immediately to because i'm a woman and they don't respect me uh, but also be willing to look at what do i need to change about my leadership style so uh, thick skin to the uh, to the extent that 
you know, you learn to ignore some of these uh, instant typical reactions that you get from males, but don't ignore uh, longer term relationship building measures that you mm. must be cognizant of. Mm. Right? That's, that's, a good, that's a good distinction to make. Um, so, uh, what about self-care? You talked about seven years of not having, we don't know whether they had free time, you know, uh, business takes a lot of out, out of your life. So, self-care for uh, you as a person, the marriage as such, how did you accommodate that? In? So, I, I do need to uh, share something here, which uh, which was a very difficult phase in our marriage. Uh, where where we did reach a point uh, where we considered separating because uh, yes we found we weren't really giving time to each other we were completely caught up in work and when we were not working we needed to escape from each other like I told you we had to get two separate cars because we did not want to drive home together right uh, and also Manish being an extrovert and me being an introvert the way we would unwind and relax was very different. Manish needed to go out, meet friends, socialize. I needed to be at home with my loved one, sitting next to me, holding my hand, but he was out partying, right? So it did become uh, very, very difficult at one point uh, where we did reach this point where we were actually going out looking for other flats to move into, uh, for Manish to move into, <laughs> not me, yes. Uh, but I, I went for therapy at that time. We even tried uh, marriage counseling. That didn't work very well for us because we tended to, we, we found that the counselor either takes one person's side or the other person's side. And it's very hard to remain neutral. No, don't, no disrespect to the, uh, you know, field of counseling. Um, and uh, finally, I just went for therapy, individual therapy myself, and was able to come to terms and make my peace with the idea that, yes, we are very different people. Maybe the best thing for us is to be, uh, to not do, at least not do the business together. Mm -hmm. uh, so as quickly as possible, now find somebody who can take over and also give ourselves space and uh, the freedom to be ourselves, right? So if I want to stay at home and play the piano on my own and while Manish goes out partying, you know, let him go. And mm. I don't have to sit at home and sulk and think, why couldn't he be here sitting next to me while I play the piano? And, and he should not think that, uh, why doesn't my wife accompany me for these parties? What will people say or anything of the sort, right? And uh, it, it took a long time. It took 10 years for us to finally come to this sort of equilibrium. And yes, and it took a lot of tears and pain and uh, questioning. But but I think now we are in a not too bad place. Uh, of course, no marriage is perfect. But uh, at least we give ourselves space and, and uh, the freedom to be ourselves. That's where we are now. We just do our own thing. <laughs> yeah. That was lovely, Lalna. Thank you for sharing that deeper insight into your life. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's, you know, it's important to know that something is wrong mm -hmm. and then figure out ways to fix it. And the fact that you've shared this uh, will hopefully help, uh, you know, our listeners realize that, hey, marriages aren't perfect and there's going to be ups and downs and there are resources available to actually go and fix that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can look at alternate steps to say, okay, I think it's okay to even consider that, okay, I'm going to give up the business because a lot of this is about 
women and their businesses. Yeah. That's the question that I had. You earlier said it was like your baby, you nurtured it over a period of time. How hard was it to walk away? Okay, now I have to be a little careful not to break down. Uh, so because it it was hard. It was uh, certainly very very hard. It feels like you're giving your child up for adoption to somebody else. Uh, so the year after I left Printo, I almost was waiting for someone to call me and say, "Please come back. Oh Lord, we uh, need you back, <laughs> right? Uh, this uh, business can't go on without you." Mm. And nobody called, and that was mm. disappointing <laughs> in that yeah. year. Mm. Now, of course, after eight years of having been out of Printo, it's a matter mm. of pride. Wow, mm. great that I, you know, I created something that is strong enough and and clearly found the right people to take over uh with and it has just grown right it's not suffered in any way mm-hmm. um but for me it was heart wrenching it was really really difficult you know i very half heartedly tried to get distracted by other uh, assignments projects jobs learning mm-hmm. uh all the time in the back of my mind hoping that somebody begs me to come back to printo mm-hmm. Uh, and nobody did and you know it's it's great that nobody did uh, mm-hmm. but it took me a year to purge printo out of my system mm-hmm. i anyway have difficulty uh, cutting off breaking off from any relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> not just printo so you know it was particularly hard with something that i had created and had or had a hand in playing in in creating mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. uh, and um, yeah it it was uh, really really hard but uh, mm. but still mm. all things considered a good decision so you knew you will exit someday so was that like you know my vision of that is okay at the end of every year you say okay this is the piece that i'm working on i'm going to keep it neat so that next person who comes can look at it and take it away yeah. um, so was that on top of your mind as the years progress that i'm going to exit i'm going to exit so i need to make sure all of things are documented and things are kept nice and nice and tidy for the next person to take over or was it like you know with most exits it's messy in sense yeah. that you don't know what you've done you don't remember they don't know where to find this and you know what's happening with that and you know that's interesting gajee that yes in the first 2 years i was very convinced i'm going to exit but then i really got into the flow of things so for the next 4 years i would say the thought of exiting was out of my mind okay but i think what held me in good stead was the fact that i am naturally an organized person and i'm always thinking this is not going to be me forever right uh, somebody else has to take over so almost everything i did was documented everything was following a process you know sop'd etc so there was i never really had to uh, worry too much about will this be easy for somebody else to take over and also i think at the back of my mind there was this conviction that whoever takes over from me is going to be much better than me so there's not much i need to leave behind as such because they're going to create their own systems and processes which will be better yes of course some foundational information needs to be there but other than that they'll manage uh, and that was true the person who did take over was way better than me <laughs> so mm, okay. didn't have to do much of that yeah so if you had to do it again lalna would you do anything differently would you do it again <laughs> <laughs> that is the big question 
<laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> I no? definitely, I would not co-found a business with my husband for sure. Okay. Mm. I did try a small venture, uh, you know, with a friend after leaving Printo. And uh, it was very interesting, the discussion we had. So this was a, a female friend, uh, you know, and we had been friends for a while. And there were some very strong ground rules I set down right from the start, right? That let's agree that this is our vision. Let's agree to have fun. As soon as we're not having fun, you know, we we should not be continuing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to your podcast, you know, the way both of you started. Uh, and it, it, I could relate with that quite strongly when I spoke to my friend with whom mm. I was co-founding this next business. Uh, and yes, and let's keep it small. You know, I think all the lessons that I learned from Printo was mm. what I brought in here. But of course, there were new lessons to be learned. So my what I realized is that there will always be new lessons. There will always be new mistakes that we make. Co-founding is a complex relationship. It's a complex journey. Mm. Uh, Just because you've learned something from your previous co-founder doesn't mean that it's going to, you're going to be able to fix everything in the next co-founder relationship. Uh, And I think the, again, uh, you know, I do believe in fail fast. If you find this is not working, move on. Just get out of it and uh, salvage the relationship that you have at least. Don't don't try to, don't make it worse. Uh, so yeah, so failing fast would be something that I would keep in mind, which is what I did implement in the next one for sure. Okay. Uh, no love lost and just move <laughs> on. <laughs> Can I have uh-huh. one question, Lalna? Is yeah. that overwhelmingly, I think, uh, uh, a lot of the women who are looking for co-founders, uh, look for someone like them. Mm. And I think women, men, all of them, given the chance that mm. they look for people like them. Uh, and you're a coach now. So what were the quest- reflection questions that we should ask ourselves before getting a co-founder? Yeah, so that's uh, interesting because obviously you do need to have some amount of synergy, some amount of like-mindedness in order to go on this uh, long and arduous journey together, right? Mm. Uh, you need to feel that this person has my back, you need to feel that I'm supported and uh, this person's not going to go completely against me in, a, in, in an investor meeting. Uh, you know, we are, we are both saying the same thing. Uh, we're pitching the same thing. So uh, in that sense, yes, you do need to have somebody who is like you, right? Uh, vocabulary, language, ethos, uh, value system, even the vision uh, does need to match, right? But other than that, of course, you need to find complementary skills. And like you mentioned, Gayatri, the MBTI uh, personality type is also a strength, right? Mm-hmm. So what did work for us, uh, even though it caused a lot of stress, is the fact that we have such different working styles. And mm-hmm. therefore, uh, whoever worked at Printo would find uh, some connection with either one of us. If mm-hmm. not Manish, then me. If not me, then Manish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was useful. So mm-hmm. the complementary differentiation in styles is important, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to get into it with awareness. We should have done the MBTI in the first year of our business rather than the fifth year of our business. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. would highly recommend that when you are looking for a co-founder, get a coach in uh, almost immediately. Uh, get to know each other's working styles. 
you know, it's not like you're going to decide that, no, I don't want to go with this co-founder because of the mismatch in working styles, but know how to work with it, how to bring in uh-huh. flexibility. Uh, yeah, so I think that that would be my advice. All right, thank you. Thank you so much, Ralna, for joining us today. Uh, and uh, appreciate all your insights and your uh, free sharing of so many experiences that you've had. Thank you very much. Thank yes. you to Aparna and Gayatri. It was a pleasure. Thank, thank you, Lalna. Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur, expertise, toolkits, and stories of success beyond funding. Send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in. We'd love to hear from you.